Welcome to the Stepmomming Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Skiles. Stepmomming is a wild ride, but you don't have to go it alone anymore. I'm here to give you validating insights and powerful shifts to build a stepmom life you love. This is your safe space. Welcome home, my friend. Hello, and welcome to the Stepmomming Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Skiles, and I am so excited that you are here. I am so glad you have found your way to my little corner of the internet and that you have found a safe space for stepmoms. Today, I want to talk about something that is so important to me and has been so life-changing for me in my stepmom life. I used to think that I could never have real control as a stepmom. And that really, really weighed on me. I felt powerless most of the time. Like my partner had control and his ex had a lot of control and I felt like they had a lot of control over my life, but that I didn't personally have a lot of control. Before I met him, I was a single woman. I had a career. I had my own home. I could make whatever decision I wanted, what I wanted to make for dinner if I wanted to just have a bowl of cereal or a peanut butter sandwich, or big decisions like, where do I want to go this weekend? What do I want to do tonight on a random weeknight? Those were all my decisions to make. And then I met somebody who was sharing custody of his child, and that changed a lot of my autonomy and my control in my life. I missed the ability to make decisions for myself without having to factor in all of these other people in the dynamic, but I also really resented the fact that someone else had the power to make decisions that affected me. In a lot of ways, it felt like step-family life was happening to me instead of me having power to control my own life. So I went on quite a journey trying to figure out how to regain that control in my life, how to how to find ways to take back that power and feel empowered in my own life. I think that I've discovered sort of two things along this journey. Sometimes we inadvertently give away our control as a stepmom. But also, there are a lot of ways that we can reframe life that even if we can't control an actual decision, we can control how we react to it or how we will let it impact our lives. So by kind of combining these two approaches and taking back control where I was giving it away unintentionally, and by reclaiming control on all of the things that I thought I didn't actually have a say on, I was able to really find control and find that balance in my life that I had been craving and missing and needing. In today's episode of the podcast, what I really want to do is explore that first half for you. What are some ways that we are inadvertently, accidentally, not on purpose, not wanting to give away control as a stepmom? I have four specific ways that you might be giving away some of that control that you're craving. I want to talk through them with you, and I really hope that this is as instrumental in your life as it was for me, because starting to take back some of this control made a world of difference for me. Let's dive in. Number one, the first way 
that you might be inadvertently giving away some control as a stepmom is that you are not empowering your partner to make decisions. This shows up in a couple different ways. So let's explore the first. Letting your co-parent make decisions that should be made jointly. This is probably going to look different for every stepmom. Your parenting plan isn't going to look the exact same as ours, but your parenting plan actually details out what conversations, what decisions need to be made jointly with both parents. So um, often medical and educational decisions need to be decided on jointly. If you are allowing, let's say, super... (laughs) super like high level kind of frivolous example. If you are allowing the ex to schedule the parent-teacher conference, maybe you're just trying to choose the path of least resistance and saying, yep, you go ahead and schedule that. Let me know when it's done. If they are scheduling that without consideration for your partner's schedule, you have given away power. You've given away some of that control. A way around this is either, hey, let me know what your availability is so we can get this scheduled so we can all go together. Or your partner just completely schedules a separate parent-teacher conference so that they have entire control over that and they are not giving away control to the ex. The other way that I see this decision-making impact control when it doesn't have to is asking for permission on things that your partner already has autonomous say on. So uh, I know in our early days, we would try to be overly considerate, Kevin and I would, as a way to like keep the peace or pick our battles and try to just be the best, easiest going co-parent we could be. Because if we don't rock the boat, then something's not going to happen, right? That's That's what we thought, not always right. So an example of this one could be like, texting the ex and asking if it's okay for your stepson to watch a certain movie or TV show. Your partner is an equal parent and has equal decision-making power. So if you are giving away that decision, you are giving away their equal control and ability to make those decisions. You're actually unintentionally not empowering your partner. I want you to recognize that when we do things like this to keep the peace, that usually comes at the expense of our control or our peace. If you're trying to keep the peace elsewhere, but not focusing on the peace inward, the peace in our home, your vision's in the wrong spot. Your focus is in the wrong spot. A second way that we as set moms may inadvertently be giving away control is if you are answering texts or emails or phone calls or messages in your co-parenting app as they come in instead of when it works best for you. If you are working your life around someone else needing your attention, you are not having full control over your life. I want you to start setting boundaries around this so that you're saying, whoa, I'm in the middle of preparing dinner. Do I really need to stop what I'm doing to answer this text about the baseball uniform that needs to get washed and returned home in two days? Nope, I don't need to do that. I don't need to stop what I am doing in order to accommodate someone else requesting my attention. I know that it can feel like you have to stop. I totally get that. I can totally relate to having felt that way myself, but you don't have to. And it's okay if they get upset because they're going to find a reason to get upset anyway, if that is their prerogative. You are entirely entitled to your time and your own priorities. You do not have to stop what you're doing to give someone else control over your schedule, over your attention, 
or over how you're going to manage your day. You just don't have to. Which brings me to number three, my next point, that if you are not setting boundaries to protect your peace, then you are giving away control as a stepmom. There are so many ways that this could show up, so many different ways that we can set boundaries to protect our ability to have control over our lives, to have power over our emotions and who's going to affect us and removing ourselves from triggers, especially. So an example that I see a lot is if a stepmom is overly involved in communication with the ex, then you are potentially giving them power over your day, your emotions, your mental state. I know, I know it feels like, but if I don't do it, then my partner is going to get upset. If this is something I'm so much better at communicating, this is something that I can do to help and support them. And that's admirable. It really is. But at what cost? You did have control over the fact that you got triggered by how the ex talked to you, but you chose not to set a boundary which gave away that control. At what cost is trying to support your partner actually coming? Is it costing you your peace? Is it costing you control that you recognize you need in your life? Something to think about. (laughs) And here's the fourth way that stepmoms unintentionally give away control. You start planning your life around a custody schedule. And this one hits really, really hard for me because I did this a lot for a very long time when I became a stepmom. When Krista was in our home, we were a family of three. I was not accepting invitations to go out for happy hour with my colleagues. I was not going to tutor my students. I was not heading to my sister's house to hang out with her and my nephews. I was entirely focused on my family of three. If an invitation came in for something with the family and we didn't have Krista on that day, or we thought something fun was coming up, but we didn't have her, we would decide not to go. We would decline that invitation, or we would try to rework that invitation so it happened when she was with us. Every decision about my time that I was making, I made around that custody schedule. I made it with that custody schedule in mind. It impacted every single decision that I made about how I will spend my time. And oh my gosh, I gave away so much control in doing that. Because what happened is I became really resentful of the fact that I was only seeing my nephews on certain days, or I was only going out with my friends on certain days, or I couldn't accept that invitation. It took so much control away from me. I would have shown up as a much better stepmom if I would have just planned my life how I wanted to, if I didn't have as much consideration for the custody schedule. Because my stepdaughter's life is happening seven days a week. She's not working her life around a custody schedule. So why the heck was I? Why was I so focused on trying to make everything perfect? I was just making a much bigger mess of it for everyone, myself included. So I want to go through all four of these again. These are four ways that you may unintentionally be giving away control as a stepmom. Number one, you are not empowering your partner to make decisions. Number two, you are answering texts or emails or other communications as they come in instead of when it works best for you. And number three, you're not setting boundaries to protect your peace. Finally, number four, you are planning your life around a custody schedule. 
Take some time to sit with this, sit with these examples, recognize where you may be unintentionally giving away that control that you crave. What part in all of this, in this not having enough control, what part are you playing in that? And how can you take it back? Take back that control, my friend. That's what I want for you. This episode is not meant to say, tisk tisk, you're not doing it right. It's meant to say, hey, look at all these opportunities you have to take back that control. I am so excited to announce that we are officially launching my favorite program, Control Freak Collective. If you are ready to find control in your life as a stepmom, you're ready to reclaim the control you're giving away, and you are ready to take back all of the other control that you feel like you don't have right now, this is the program for you. I'm going to drop the link in the show notes for you, but what, here's what I want you to know. This is a four-week program for stepmoms where we are going to be diving deep into ways that you feel like you don't have control mindset shifts to give you back some control, but also some really tangible things we can be doing to give you complete control of your life as a stepmom. That's a big promise and I plan to deliver on it. So, so excited. We have officially opened the doors to Control Freak Collective. Check out the link in our show notes. Please check it out. This program will change your life. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Stepmoming Made Easy podcast. I am your host, Kristen Skiles, and I'll see you next week.